Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Tap Calf Transmissions, the, dare I say, greatest Star Wars podcast of all time. Your words, not mine. Um, today, we'll be discussing episodes five and six of the Bad Batch. Uh, I, I know this one is called the episode six was called Decommissioned. The, uh, I think episode five was Rampage, right? That is that is correct. Rampage and Decommissioned. The, the titles haven't exactly been super inspired, I'd say. Uh, that's a that's they, a small complaint. They they fit both of them have fit in all of my video titles each time. Mm-hmm. So that's what more can you really ask for? Mm-hmm. So before we begin, I'm joined, of course, by my good pal and Tapcaf co-host Corey. How are you doing, Corey? I'm good. Uh, it was funny last week. I I was looking in in the, your Discord, and someone was like, "Why does this Corey guy get a face reveal?" So I I just get special privileges. I enjoy that. Do you mean like why do he, why I don't think I... they I don't think they knew about the podcast. They were just wondering why we were in the voice room alone with your camera on. Because <laughs> 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 my I don't think mine was at the time. So oh my god, just sitting there, just like looking down at the camera, just like standing <laughs> straight over it, like this is me. <laughs> Private face reveal, I think, is the term they used. But uh... yeah, that's for the uh, the thousand dollar patrons only. <laughs> but yeah, we're, wow. we've got two episodes of Bad Batch to talk about today. Last week we spoke about episode three for our sixty sixth episode of the podcast. I think that was a really good show. So if you haven't heard that yet, make mm-hmm. sure you go in. Uh, episode three, by the way, like the episode three novel, not episode three of the Bad Batch. No, we're we're actually well, yeah, also not about episode three of the podcast. We haven't gotten to the point yet where we listen to an old version of the podcast and then do an episode about No, that. not yet. But yeah, the episode three novelization episode was good. Um, if you're just watching on YouTube or watching the, the VOD or the stream or whatever, um, you can get the podcast on pretty much every podcast platform. I just added a bunch of new ones as well um, that became available to us. So you can just Google uh, Tapcaf Transmissions and it should be available on Spotify or iTunes or... Uh, wherever else you get your podcast. And if you enjoy the episodes as well, make sure you take a second, leave a five-star review. If you think we're worth the five stars, leave a nice comment. It really makes our day and helps the podcast really shine. Really shine. Yeah. That, that'll get us invited to uh, Star Wars Celebration 2025. I've tried two years to get my celebration invites. Never gotten them. Last year, I got invited by somebody who had an extra panel slot. But uh, this is the year because of the podcast. It's always like it's a 95% podcast host they invite. So, <laughs> Oh, well, maybe someday. We'll go to Star Trek <laughs> Celebration. And we'll mm-hmm. see how we do there. But, uh, but yeah, anything you want to talk about before we get into the Bad Batch or just want to jump right in here? I guess the only thing is we've got, um, we've got E3 coming up. Are you expecting anything Star Wars related? I, I don't know. Are, did we get Squadrons at EA Play or did we get it at E3? I think it was just EA Play, right? So EA Play is like the E3, though. Yeah, but it, it, isn't yeah. it at the same time, though? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so the, yeah. It's their, it's their own show. Order. Then we're going to yeah. get Fallen Order. You think we're going to get Fallen Order this year? I, I think we're going to get it announced, but I, I guess it's not coming out this year, so... I don't know. Mm-hmm. I That'd be the only thing I can really think of other than like some footage of some of the other stuff that's been announced is coming sooner like hunters probably mm-hmm. but i don't think we're gonna get anything like n- actually new announced not even like a title reveal or anything 
I doubt it. See, but, I'm not even sure we're gonna get um, anything for Jedi Fallen Order two. I mean, it was. I'm, really, not, I'm it, not sure we're gonna get it, but I, yeah, I hope so. Maybe it does kind of feel like right because it was released what 2019. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, it does feel right, but um, yeah, I guess we'll see. Uh, it's definitely possible. I guess what are we gonna do? What's our episode next week? Are we gonna do a Jedi Knight book? Are we gonna move on to the Corellian mm. trilogy, or where are we at now that we finished the Callista trilogy? Uh, and we've done Crystal question. Star. Um, I mean, we do have. Let me just pull up Star Wars timeline. I think we do have like the New Rebellion to slot in at some point still. Yeah, that's true. Um, let me just open up the Legends timeline. I can't think off the top of my head. Uh, let's see. Because we're we're going into a pretty bleak period. I mean. We're going into a bleak period, but we've also passed some real bleak stuff. Yeah. Um, like, we got through the the Callista stuff. I know you definitely don't like a lot of Jedi Academy. So, we got through that. Next up, we have... Um, next up would actually be Black Fleet Crisis, right? And then New Rebellion, and then Corellian Trilogy. Dude, do you want to just go in order? Are we doing uh, Before the Storm next week? Or? That would be next. Um Let's think about it. Maybe we can tweet something out because it might be fun to throw in another kind of... Um, because before we get into another trilogy, it might be fun to throw in like a one-off book or something. Yeah, maybe something um, that's uh, that's good. <laughs> but we just did episode three, which was good. So mm-hmm. Or Revenge of the Sith. Well, if you guys have any suggestions, send them to our email at tapcaftransmissions at gmail.com. That is and the then email. who knows? Yeah, maybe, maybe we'll take one of your suggestions because we're still not 100% sure. So. All right, well... We got two episodes of Bad Batch here, Rampage and Decommissioned. How have these uh, How have these fit in for you overall? Like, were the any of these one of your new favorites? Mm, new favorites, probably not. Um, I, I think the the one before Episode Four was one of my favorites. Um, so Episode Three was it? Episode Three, the one before no, Episode the, Four. Is no, episode the one three, be yeah. the one before, like the one before Episode Five. I meant. I, I couldn't remember what number Rampage was. I think the one before Rampage was one of my favorites. Um, it's hard because people are kind of... I think there's a problem with expectations for this show. Like, yeah. people have been a little spoiled by Mando and other kind of, you know, big weekly release shows. Like, especially with Disney Plus has just had Falcon and Winter Soldier and um, and that other one. Uh, why am I forgetting the name? WandaVision. WandaVision. Where, like... They're like six episode shows. This is different. Yeah. This is a like this is a sixteen episode season. I can definitely see them doing like four or five seasons of this. Um, so it's sort of falling more into the uh, the Clone Wars, um, Rebels style, where right. like there are a lot of just kind of adventure episodes. And it probably it partially is the fault of YouTubers like us, who like try to make each episode an event. Um, but I think it's important to kind of set expectations for what the show's going to be like at this point. Yeah, it's it's more of a standard TV show rather than a, a mm-hmm. Kenobi-style six-episode event. Yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm trying to think of which of the last two I enjoyed more. I, I think episode six is probably one of my least favorites so far. I still okay. enjoyed it. Um, but it was just it was basically just an extended action sequence. Um, and we didn't get to see that much of Corellia, so that was probably one of my least favorite, but I still liked it. Um, I've been saying that the intro to this show has been much better than the Clone Wars and Rebels, in my opinion. So, mm-hmm. But yeah, what about you? 
Yeah, like I, these probably haven't been some of my favorite episodes the last two, but I, I think the show is starting to get into its groove. And I, I know it's something you've talked about a lot, but it still looks phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like it's such it an upgrade is. over what we got with uh, with Clone Wars and Rebels, which were both like really well animated for for their time as well. So mm-hmm. uh, visually, the show is just fantastic. Yeah, it's stunning, it's really stunning. But uh, but yeah, I I do think some of the some of the first episodes have been a bit better with because mm-hmm. uh, like they were still establishing what the stakes are and everything. So it, it was a bit more of the mm-hmm. uh, everything still new plot heavy stuff and here we are getting a bit more on each of the characters which is nice but uh but yeah they have been a bit more just like full-on action sequences that so mm-hmm. far aren't going to be quite as important to the plot like it's just going off for your side quests right now mm-hmm. like getting established with sid is probably going to be pretty important for them in the grand theme scheme of things and i do enjoy her as a character yeah me but too. the the individual jobs have so far uh not been in and of themselves that important like i'm sure the tactical droid brain they seem to be setting that up as being an important thing for rebel mm-hmm. cells to get their hands on uh so there's some importance there it's just the stuff the group is actually doing themselves that's not been quite as big a deal yeah so you're right and i will say too i'm making the clone wars rebels comparison i do think this show is doing a good job of leaking in like kind of the overall plot like in this episode, although a lot of it was kind of about this adventure, we do at the end to get the mysterious benefactor, or not, not benefactor, mysterious um, client of the Martez sisters. Um, last episode, like you said, we had the kind of new step in the... Uh, where I think a lot of the seasons kind of got established by episode five where like they are probably going to be working um, for her for a while, kind of doing these mercenary missions and... I'm like I'm, I'm fine with that. I just hope we get to see some like exciting locations. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I was really excited that we'd be going to Corellia, but then we were just inside the, uh, mm-hmm. inside the factory. But uh, I guess I'll take like Ornamental was looked really good. I really like yep. Pantora. So the idea that we'd be going to Corellia, maybe we would get to see uh, more of Cornets more than just inside that. the factory. That was kind of uh, disappointing there. Yeah, but... that was one of my bigger disappointments too, especially because like with. Um... Uh, Pantora is it Pantora is that the name of the planet yeah yeah like they'd spend a lot of time we talked about this they spent a lot of time making the the scenes look really good and stuff like the city was very um well detailed and stuff and I think it was one of my favorite parts of the the series so far yeah. so I, I was definitely hoping the same for Corellia but instead we kind of just got because Solo only gives us a very small part of the planet where it's like the dockyards that and the industrial zone that Han's kind of bumming around yeah, but you still get kind of a bit more establishment of the city because you do see him go on that chase. You get a bit more of an overhead view as well, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, coming in. Yeah. So, yeah. like, we, we got a good idea of what Corellia looks like. And that was like, we saw Corellia in live action, which was not something I thought we'd really get. But they have a pretty cool. Sh- uh, they, one of the rides at Disney is uh, a ride through Corellia. It's pretty cool. Hmm. The Millennium Falcon one. It's like you fly through Corellia and steal some stuff. Pretty cool. So maybe I'm just like late to this realization, but uh, is is Pantora? I assume Pantora is supposed to be like a Pandora reference from Avatar because it's both I don't know. planets with blue people. Is, I don't know. I mean, is that just unintentional? I mean, I I would I don't know when Pantorans were named because Revenge of the Sith came out before Avatar, 
and like where it was George Lucas, it, yeah, yeah, I guess it playing did. a Pantoran. He might have got, he may have gotten his own special well, page. Was that was that name? Were Pantorans like a named and established thing with? I'm with guessing his character, that he probably it, got a name. Let me see. I'm I'm guessing he probably got a name in one of the cross section books. Um, what year did Avatar even come out? It feels like it came out in two thousand nine. Was it yeah, really it just two thousand nine? Oh yeah, then it makes perfect sense that we're that the second one is still in production, definitely for sure yeah. coming out. But anyway, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna guess it's not a reference. Um, apparently, yeah, apparently no, it was named before. In actually, I'm not sure. It says in the episode Trespass, maybe it was one of those. So that would have been the cloner. So who knows, really? Who knows? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. if someone knows the answer to that. Be interested, but yeah are there possibly. any planets you're really looking like hoping to see come up in one of these shows whether it's live action or or animated that we haven't seen yet hmm that you might that you think might have like a, a good shot at happening because like we're not getting so name a seacott or something i'd like to see kuat yeah um that's like one that we've never seen in live action as far as i know um, yeah that's a good answer and it's been re- it's been referenced i think it was even referenced once in the show maybe um Mm-hmm. But yeah, never seen that. Kuat's one. Um, I was really happy when we got to see Fondor in Battlefront 2. That was cool. Yeah. Um, Coruscant again. And I don't know. I still remember the Mandalorian being pretty disappointed with um, how they portrayed uh, Tython. It was pretty. Yeah. Yeah. No, I... I could see where they were going with part of it and what it was kind of supposed to be, but it, it did kind of... It was a bit disappointing not having some more of the ruins and stuff. Or yeah. More of the yeah. temple. Maybe yeah. it's just, like, far enough in their backyard, but... What about you? What, what what would you really like to see? Corellia would have been one of mine before Solo. Yeah, same. Uh, like, I don't think we're ever going to see Chilla, but maybe with it coming up in... Uh, in like the ascendancy books so maybe mm. it'll get worked into something else and then we'll eventually get to see something with it but just the the way the underground ice cities get described when they do show up seem like it'd be pretty cool mm-hmm. to see uh but I, one of the things that has been kind of disappointing to me with uh either the sequels or mandalorian it's how there's some of these planets that are like so similar to other established planets mm-hmm. uh like oh are we going to see mon calamari in the mandalorian no it's it's a planet with Quarren on it, and yeah. it looks like Mon Calamari, but it's not. Yeah, and I kind of wonder, like, maybe not for that example, but for other examples, whereas, like, it was initially, like, for Keith Beer and, like, or whatever it was called in yeah. in Episode 9, um, where the Death Star crashes, like, I find it hard to believe that that wasn't initially meant to be the forced moon of Endor. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but, like, it's just, like, at, like at one moment it's like it's too different or something or it doesn't yeah. work out and um, like seeing huge city planet get blown up in episode seven it's like oh wow did they just blow up coruscant no yeah i still have people ask me like didn't coruscant get blown up in the movie and i was like no it, it wasn't but i understand why you think that way <laughs> and it, w- it would have been kind of cool had it been coruscant like i yeah i would have been frustrated or i would have been upset but it would have been like a ballsy move yeah I would like to see Alderaan as well. Um, post Endor. Well, post. <laughs> Do you want to have like a, a fight scene in the graveyard, like X Wing? That would be cool. Um, but no, I'd be happy. I'd, I'd like to see like 
Uh, the shots of Alderaan in Revenge of the Sith are pretty cool, and there's lots of, like, Ralph McQuarrie concept art of Alderaan. Yeah. That's very different than anything else we got. Um, yeah, like, we do get to see it a little bit in Episode 3 at the end, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah. it's just... it's It kind of feels like it'd be Naboo again, but slightly... Mm-hmm. Well, different. have you ever seen, like, the city, um, Alderaan? I've seen the map in concepts. Empire at War, so I assume I've seen it all. Yeah, no, there's, like, actually a bunch of, there's a bunch of concept art for, like, Alderaan as a city, and it's very, very, it, it's kind of like, I think Ryloth, or not Ryloth, um, why am I forgetting the name of the planet? Um, the, the planet from Rebels, um, why am I forgetting the name? Lothal? Lothal, yeah, I think the, I think Lothal was somewhat inspired by the Alderaanian concept art because that's mm-hmm. where like the the Killix came from too like those big rolling hills yeah and there's like a gleaming white city in the back um mm-hmm. yeah so Lothal is kind of similar from what I remember to what Alderaan would have looked like um but yeah that would have been neat yeah yeah I, I think like Kuat would be my number one that we haven't mm-hmm. seen yet with Corelli out of the way but I'm worried they're, yeah, they're not going to do Kuat right though like because for Kuat, you need to, you need to go all out and like make it a full ring world. I think for it to be cool, or else I'm going to be disappointed. Yeah, another one that could be interesting is Ethor. Yeah, With yeah, like that the, would be cool. The herd ships, if they go that route, I'm not sure. Have the herd ships been in the whole like sacred ground of Ethor? Have that been? I don't know if it's been canonized the same way in canon. Um, but that is really that's actually a really good pick as well. Um. See, that's, like, another one where I do kind of worry if they did Ithor or Ethor, it would just be, like, jungle planet, and then, yeah. like, kind of the nuance would be lost. Yeah. Like, for those who don't know, basically, in, in Legends, at least, I'm not sure in canon, you don't go, like, the surface of, of Ethor is sacred, so, like, the Ithorians live in these kind of giant ships going around the planet. It's, it's very cool. Yeah. But I guess uh, we should get back to the episodes themselves. So mm. for the first one, we have Retrieving Mushi, who may or may not be Jabba's uh, episode six rancor. Do you think it's the same one? I think it was intended. I think the writer probably intended it to be the same one, um, yeah. but that was probably changed at some point because the I, I, you probably saw on Twitter one of the one of the writers was like, oh, it's going to be tough to watch Return of the Jedi or whatever now. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the, the name for the rancor and its gender had already been established. So it'd be kind of weird to ignore that. And then it kind of some hints later that it probably wasn't the same. I, I think it was probably intended because just like, um, what Occam's razor, like if there's an, if there's a rancor going to Jabba's and it's, you know, looks to be like 20 years younger, then yeah. it's probably the same rancor <laughs> in star Wars. That's called Occam's razor crest, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, but... what, what did you think? Did you think it was intended to be the same one? I did initially, but I probably not anymore. But it's still, I still, I like the idea of Jabba as like a, a, a rancor connoisseur. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's got, he's probably got a bunch of them throughout the galaxy. This is his Ord Mantell rancor. Then mm-hmm. he's going to have some Tatooine rancors. Mm-hmm. Like he's got rancors all over the galaxy. If they, um, if they did have the rancor, like if it was meant to be Jabba's rancor, um, they would have needed the, the handler. The um, mm-hmm. Mal- Malakili or Malak, Malak- whatever it was, Malak something. He's like the big sweaty Malak, dude yep. with the yep. hairy chest that I always thought looked like my dad when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Just because he was big and had a hairy chest. <laughs> like that was pretty much enough. Um, 
yeah, it would have been would have been kind of cool to see him and him in there. Yeah. I I do uh something that has come up like every episode is that we are getting so many of these cameos which mm-hmm. like we got uh Rafa and Trace, we got mm-hmm. potential Rancor but also definitely Bib Fortuna. We've yeah. had uh I I don't I think the cut one makes sense like in and of itself, so I don't yes. really include that the same way like it makes sense that their clones running away go to the clones who ran away. So like Rex uh cut absolutely. But mm-hmm. uh Martinez sisters, well, I Martez, sorry. I made the same thing for the sequel yeah. recording today, so I just uh <laughs> like I actually liked their arc in uh, in season seven because i thought it made sense to so have like for the episodes following ahsoka like that go to mm-hmm. a family who has been affected by the jedi in a negative way and show people who would have been kind of buying into the jedi or evil thing for reasons other than just pure propaganda because they had actual experience with them and showing mm-hmm. how detached the jedi got. and i thought the episodes were valuable from that perspective even if one of them was literally just starting and ending in the same place and did absolutely nothing narratively yeah, but, no, I was I was the same way. I quite liked the arc. Um, it was fun to see a different side of Coruscant. Even like people were like, oh, it's the last, like it's the end. Like, do you really need the arc? And it's like, well, it it is also the end. Like, it's our last chance to see Coruscant this way. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, switch that one episode out, great. But like, I mm-hmm. think that arc did something that was necessary there. Uh, but I don't know that they were necessarily needed here, uh, especially like setting them up as these. Uh, forming a rebel cell working directly for someone who is like either Ahsoka or Bale or something. Mm-hmm. It's probably... Well, I didn't pick up on this, but they say he when referencing the yeah. mysterious... Yeah. So the person probably isn't Ahsoka that they're talking to, but it might be like Ahsoka and Bale working together. Yeah. Because uh, wouldn't R7 have been with Ahsoka? R7 was blown up, though, in the season finale. I think, oh, Okay. Yeah. So is Bale just like collecting Jedi relics and? Remaking? I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 hard to it's hard to say what's up with Bale. Um, he's an interesting character. I I really hope it is Bale, and I hope it's Jimmy Smiths coming back. Um, I assume they get Jimmy Smiths. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not, but he's he does lots of. I mean, they got work. Ian McDermott, so. Yeah. Do, did the, have they used Ian McDermott for this or? I, for Bad Batch, I don't think so, but I think like he was in Rebels for like the season. Yeah, and then they Martinez, went back right? and for well for a while. Uh, yeah, I know they used Sam, re- but yeah, they used Sam, and then Ian actually went back and redubbed them, and they were re- the episodes were re-released, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if it was Sam or Ian because I, I think so far the only Palpatine lines have been from Revenge of the Sith, maybe in this show. Yeah, because there's execute order sixty six and uh, the attempt on my life bit, but I think those yeah. may have just both been clips from the movie. I've seen a couple complaints since the episode of like, oh, don't they know people hated them in season seven? Why are they back? But I think people just don't realize how long these production cycles are. Where yeah. like, I with think people uh, also don't realize how little Disney. Twitter matters. Yeah, like, but like just. Even the Fennec Shand stuff, they were working on her character for the Bad Batch before. And so these episodes were in production yep. 
before anyone ever saw her in season one of the Mandalorian, let alone season two. Yeah, like, that's right. It, the concept art revealed that because it was dated. Um, yeah. So so yeah, that's the, everything is kind of you know long process, um, and yeah, I mean. Uh, I do think the Marta sisters are probably going to be a relatively big part of this show as well. Um, like, like I imagine they're going to have, and then maybe not a rel- relatively big, maybe overstating it, but I do think that they'll appear again um, in a, in a fairly significant way for at least a couple of episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do like how the, this episode opens with like literally training Omega to be a child soldier, not just, <laughs> okay, you need to learn how to defend yourself. No, this is how you be a good soldier. <laughs> yeah. Terrorist, child soldier, freedom fighter, you know. It's a bow and arrow, though, so it's okay. Yeah, Star Wars covers all the bases on uh, unethical combat. It's a bow and arrow that's essentially a gun, but whatever. It's not essentially a gun. It's just a harder-to-use gun. <laughs> We're going to give you this so you can't kill that many people. <laughs> We're going to give you this so you have a higher chance of hurting someone you don't intend to. <laughs> Or burning your fingers in the in the midst of battle, maybe. <laughs> yeah, like Rafa taunting her when she's got the the bow pointed at her, like, ah, oh, you can't hold that. It's like, yeah, she's gonna shoot you if she lets yeah. go right now. She shoots you. <laughs> yeah, and she, they also almost shot that lady in the bar. Like, very irresponsible. Yeah. Hopefully, the fact that they were allowed on... to keep doing that—that's that's questionable too. Hopefully, on low power settings, but who knows? Yeah, in front of the door too. So anyone walking in there is going to get shot, as they show at the start of the episode. But, uh, yeah, there, there. I don't know that there's a huge amount with uh, with the rampage episode to really. Uh, the fight was fun with Wrecker yeah. and uh, Wrecker and the Rancor, but we are seeing a lot more of like Wrecker with his. Mm-hmm chip issues coming up so i was yeah. skeptical that it would be turned into a big thing but i think it's clearly going that direction uh but i, I don't think it'll turn him into the same kind of plot as Crosshair, no. which is what i was afraid of so i'm yeah i, I was skeptical too until he because he, he did get hit a few times and i was like okay that that could just be like physical comedy but then when he openly complained about his head hurting i was like okay like yeah. it's obviously going to happen M- my guess will be that like this is my prediction, and some of it I read from others, so I'm not taking credit for it. But obviously, the chip is going to something's going to happen. Like it's 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 not been solved yet, just because he walked it off this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's probably why they'll look for um, Rex because they'll have known that Rex um, Rex didn't go, you know, to the Empire or whatever. Um, yeah. And then we see them visiting Venators in the trailer, so I'm yeah. wondering. Or not, I'm wondering, this was somebody else's idea. Sorry, I, I don't remember who. Maybe they're going to the Venators because that's where Rex got his chip out in one of the Venators' uh, medical centers. Yeah. So. I, I don't know. Is there anything special about the medical centers? I guess it would be like having the clone medical stuff specifically. Yeah. But. Yeah. Well, that's just like the only one Rex knows how to use or they're fully <laughs> automated or like maybe the Empire's got shit locked so down yeah. that it's. So yeah. what do you think would be the trigger for uh, for Wrecker to be aggressive towards someone that he shouldn't be? Because, like, is it going to be that he, because his ship reactivates, he wants to capture Omega? That seems unlikely. If it just reactivates yeah, no. when he's around his friends, I don't know that that's necessarily going to be a huge thing. I feel like it's got to be a Jedi, right? 
Yeah, that's a good point, actually. I haven't really thought about that. It could be like a Jedi or it could be he's in the presence of like an Imperial officer or something. Um, yeah, maybe Crosshair saying, hey, you've got a wrecker. Yeah, or that, something. that definitely something but that could be happening. Then it's a instead of being a fight between the Bad Batch and Crosshair's misfit crew, no one cares about it's Crosshair and wrecker versus like, but then it's like it's Hunter, Tech and Echo and what a shitty fight that would be for them like yeah hunter hasn't taken a single w all season like he got his ass kicked like by fennec shand he's he got knocked out by the uh Zygerian slavers like he's been having a rough go he i think he got uh a lot done this episode and was like mm-hmm. clearly showing him outclassing basically everyone else including other the than other wrecker that batch well, yeah. Wrecker was knocked out most of the time and was very afraid That's of true. swinging across the, the lava, which I would I would not do that. Yeah, I'm not saying to be fair, that would be hella that. scary. Yeah. But uh, but compared to what Hunter was getting done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to say. Um, I don't know. It, I They've done a good job, though, I will say, of developing, I think, primarily uh, Wrecker, Echo, and, and Hunter, I think. So really, that's only leaving out... Um, crosshair and tech but i think that those three especially like echo's gotten a lot of little moments the last few episodes uh record in here yeah that was good and wrecker's kind of been having lots of good moments um just kind of generally but especially with omega so yeah like i they've kind of already moved out of their stereotypical action hero bit which i thought might take longer to be honest yeah yeah, like not fully. I feel but... like a lot of records has still just been the like physical comedy, but he has had a lot of moments with Omega specifically that I mm-hmm. feel like have helped him a lot. Uh, and I I don't know that I'm quite there with Echo yet either. Like I think it really has just been Wrecker and Hunter that have been Fair developed enough. into actual characters. I think Tech and Echo still need a little bit more. We got a little bit more with uh, with some of them, but usually it's just doing their job like echo's big moment so far for me has been uh when he was leading the droids out of the workshop mm-hmm. and other than that i don't know that we've gotten very i big guess for echo i just him. think like he had some in episode four where he was like babysitting omega when they were together um i thought there was something this episode but i can't quite remember but yeah you're not wrong i, I guess he had a conversation with but yeah Give it more time, I suppose, because they do have yeah. a lot of characters to handle. And I am also wondering whether at some point we're going to see a, a Crosshair episode. Another one? Yeah. I think it'll still be... I think we've got to get at least one more this yeah. season before he comes into actual oh, yeah, conflict for sure. with, the, with the group. Like, he's definitely going to be in more than one, but uh, as far as, like, Crosshair-focused before he's directly fighting his buddies... Yeah, like the end of, I can't remember if it was episode two or three, where it was all about uh, Crosshair. And it, like it ended off with him sitting on the bed and like kind of some internal conflict. Like I think that left a kind of interesting um, opportunity. Like he, he seems like his story will be interesting because obviously, yeah, he's a jackass, but maybe there's something else kind of underneath the surface still. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh... Yeah, so we've still got a fair amount, like even six episodes in now, we've got a fair amount from the trailer that hasn't been shown yet, which is kind of surprising to me because usually with a lot of the shows, with a lot of shows, you kind of get... I mean, it's not that much, though. 
We still got like, what two planets that haven't come up that yet? many? Okay, fair enough. Because we don't know what the uh, like the ATTE kind of Naboo looking planet is, and we don't know what the Venator planet is, and those seem to be like very late game things now. Whereas it seemed like maybe yeah. there would have been some earlier stuff. But I mean, that too could also be that could just be two episodes, you know? It could be, but it's still like it's still by that point. We're somebody be on Reddit actually, somebody on Reddit actually. Um, did a compilation of all remaining footage shown in any uh, in any material before this episode, so not including this one. And there was only a minute in total. Um, but there was only there was only like two or three minutes of like actual trailers, right? Too, because there was one that was about a minute long, but it was literally just the training sequence. Like, yeah, there, there wasn't a huge amount of promotional video. So I'm looking at the at the trailer, and it looks like the only two planets that haven't been covered are Bracca or Bracca, the planet from Fallen Order, and what people are guessing is Raxus, the Separatist homeworld. I think it probably is Raxus. I, I can't remember if that's what the uh, that's the one I think we initially thought was Naboo, but there's a shot of what looks okay. like the Separatist Parliament or whatever. Um, right. So, yeah, I mean, it's 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 hard to say. I, I do like, like, I think Disney Plus has actually been doing a really good job, like, especially with Mandalorian season two of like keeping most of the major marketing beats to the first like third of the show. Like, I remember with Mando season two, it was like three episodes in and we knew like nothing that was coming. (laughs) Yeah. 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 But even the stuff we've seen that like hasn't come up yet wasn't really giving too much away. So yeah, I don't have a problem with it as much as I normally would with stuff showing like late season things, but yeah, I'd say the biggest spoiler is it looks like we're going to get Fennec again, again um, yeah. which I don't think is really surprising. Yeah. Um, and, like, who knows, like, with that shot, too, and, like, with various shots that we've seen so far, they could just be unused shots. Like, there's one on Camino that looks to me like it's probably just an unused shot from another episode, or it'll just be, like, a shot of Stormtroopers walking. Um, yeah, maybe, like, at the Crosshair episode, we'll just get some establishing shots with that. But Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm excited. Well, if you were just to randomly guess, what's your uh, episode seven gonna be like? Like, if you're just gonna, based on gut feeling, um, what do you think the next episode will be? Will be. Uh, so Mushi feels really grateful to Bad Batch for rescuing him. So he actually joins them and has a job for them, mm-hmm. uh, where he's lost his favorite stuffed animal, and then mm-hmm. gotta rescue that. It turns out the stuffed animal was being held by Darth Vader because uh, a mission that Obi-Wan and Anakin went to on Dathomir when they were hunting for Savage Operas, like, that's where Mushi originally would have come from. So it, it's just a whole thing. And we get we get a scene with Darth Maul fighting Mushi in the Bad Batch. I think that's, that's next a, episode. That's Yeah, I don't think I can beat that. That seems pretty likely. Yeah. I hope we, I, I hope we don't get too many more episodes that are just like side jobs that the Bad Batch don't know the context for. Like maybe yeah. one. But I want I would, them to start if, like getting an idea of what's going on beyond just oh we were told to go to this place and maybe it's important but we don't know why it's important yet. Yeah, if I were to guess, I think we might get one more of those, and then, um, and then I think we'll probably have a, a run in with the Empire. Maybe even at the end of next episode. Yeah, we'll have a like, run in with the Empire. 
right now they're just doing this stuff because one they need money and two they were hoping to get information which we're now two episodes deep into them hoping to get information about what fennec's doing which is almost half the season we've seen so far as Mm -hmm. of next episode if there's another one so yeah i I do hope that's not like yeah i think next episode may be the sort of carrot dangling moment where they're like yeah this is what uh like like i'll give you your information but you got to actually do this last one for me because you messed up last time yeah like maybe if next episode and ends with her saying oh fennec was hired by boba fett uh namase or something (laughs) yeah did we talk about boba fett do you think boba fett's gonna be in the show i hope not but i think i think he's going to be but he's yeah. probably going to be i hope not like maybe it'll be used to establish some sort of pre-existing relationship with him and fennec but i don't know yeah uh i think that's i didn't really have that much more to talk about did you uh no we do have a couple emails if you want to try to answer some of the ones that are related to bad batch here yes let me just pull them up on my phone so okay. Uh, the first email is from Jeff. So anyone who wants to get in a question for any of the episodes, you can email tapcaftransmissions at gmail.com. That's T-A-P-C-A-F transmissions at gmail.com. And Jeff says, so Luke killed Mushi the Rancor in episode six, not the current state of Rancor lore, but wouldn't it be awesome if Filoni recast the crying Rancor handler as Wrecker? <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I, maybe. It's um, probably not Mookie, but I, I'd be okay with that retcon if we get, if we get like, because we've got the uh, the guy in episode six kind of retconned as as Rex. Uh, mm-hmm. We could we could have another episode six character be another clone. So I'm mm-hmm. I approve. Um, this question comes from Mark. He says, "Hey, I know it's not the Thrawn series, but do you think we'll get, see a young Captain or Commander Thrawn? I would love to see him take on a Rebel cell." The Bad Batch is happy and that earns him the Grand Admiral promotion. I think the biggest problem with that is it kind of would break the lore a bit. Like, we know kind of exactly how Thrawn, kind of when he went into the Imperial Academy, etc., etc. So, I don't think it works. Because he, doesn't he, he gets in pretty, I can't remember when exactly he joins the Empire, but it, it was some time from now, wasn't it? Yeah, it would be 15 years after this, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Maybe not quite that long, but it's it's significantly after this series, so. Yeah. Um, so today's uh, the next question. Sorry, is from Chris. He says, "In your opinion, what is the size of the uh, clones present within the Grand Army of the Republic?" Oh, this is a, this is a tough one. It's a contentious one. In my opinion, it is the low billions, a number, blah blah blah, um, and then of course they actually give a number in the. In the the movies, it, three million with three million more on the way. I think is what they say. Three million is, units. Yeah, and p- they've went out their way to clarify that units does mean individuals, but obviously in some six- places they have, in some places they haven't. If you look mm-hmm. at the actual establishing shots in Attack of the Clones, I'm pretty sure you can see more than three million clones. Like mm-hmm. it's a much smaller number than it sounds like, and this is a galactic scale war where we see multiple warships that are fully run by clones. The number just doesn't yeah. work. Any number in Star Wars is usually just bullshit, but I feel like the bullshit number needs to be significantly higher on several orders of magnitude than that. Yeah, like the American army alone has like, I think a, a million like act, like active and reserve soldiers. <laughs> so, um, including like the National Guard and stuff. Yeah. And that's one That's one planet, one country. <laughs> yeah. um, 
yeah, it's got to be like you said, like probably four orders of magnitude at least more than that. Yeah, um, six million or three million is just not enough. Um, but Star Wars often struggles with scale. We talked about that early on in our X-wing reviews, especially. Yeah. I think most of the other questions on email are about yeah. uh, non-Bad Batch or non-Clone War, or yeah, not directly related mm-hmm. stuff. So we'll cover those on more of the regular episodes about other books. Okay, I've got a question. When we see, and we eventually do see, whether it's Vader or uh, Rampart or, or um, whomever, what kind of, uh, what kind of sh- capital ship will they be commanding? Gray Venator, regular Venator, Star Destroyer, what do you think? Uh, I think at this point in Season 1, if we see someone with a capital ship of any kind, it'll be either an Arquitens or a Gray Venator. Mm-hmm. I mean, because so. like, they totally could, if they wanted to, go with a with an Imperial based on like the at least the Legends lore, but based on like Revenge of the Sith alone, I think you got to go with Gray Venator. Yeah. It's kind of weird how the Architens has had such a... It's used for everything now. Yeah. You even got a Lego set. Did you see the new uh, Lego set? I have not. Yeah. So it's got a Lego set for uh, Gideon's. For Gideon's? Oh, cool. Yeah. Because Gideon's actually... is different than this than the other Architens as well. Yeah. There are some differences for sure. Um, yeah. So whether... I, I'm curious whether that'll ever... I mean, I, eventually, I assume eventually like that will get addressed in some like some visual dictionary would call it the like architense command version or like yeah. architense two or call it just a completely different ship um the favreau class architense yeah we were supposed to get that uh get um it was a visual class? guide no a, a visual guide for mandalorian but it was yeah. canceled which was, was i was canceled really or was it just delayed i got my money refunded because i pre-purchased oh, okay. it yeah I assume it will eventually come. I, I, you know, there's been like the rumors of some mix-up with like whatever's going on with Range of the New Republic. Yeah. Well, that's related to No Cara Dune. I, I can't see how that could possibly re- be related to No Cara Dune. She's not like, yeah. she's very easily replaceable. Like, like no disrespect on that sense, but like, like you can replace her. <laughs> yeah. Like she's New Republic female jump trooper. Like. Yeah. Uh, we got one more question from Chedring, which is how long will Clone Phase 2 armor be the standard infantry gear post Clone Wars here? We did see at least one kind of new armor type come in. Uh, so I don't know that even by the end of Bad Batch, like I think Bad Batch will involve at some point the transition to Stormtrooper armor. I, I'm going to yeah. call that as my big prediction. Probably season yeah, two, but Totally. I, I, I think at some point, just generally, there's going to be... Like, like, I think there's going to be a point where, like, the Empire comes and shuts down Kamino. And I can totally I could totally see them using, um, like, proper stormtroopers for that. Like, I, I think my guess is that, like, they're doing the test to see how the those stormtroopers can operate under Crosshair. Um, I forget what the name of that project is, but I'm guessing eventually it's going to be taken to a much larger scale. Like, we don't need clones at all. Like, we can just... You know, we're doing yeah. fine with our conscripts or volunteers or whatever. Um, yeah. Especially without, like, like, an active war to fight. Right. Like, by Fallen Order, which is, like, that's quite a bit later. That's, I think, 15 or 14. 
Um, so like four or five years there or three or four years there, I fully had stormtroopers. So yeah, it, the change doesn't take long. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I do think for just even thematic reasons, we'll see at least the start of that. Yeah. We'll see them shoot a stormtrooper at some point. Yeah. I, I can kind of see that be like the, one of the big, because people are wondering, like, especially when the show is announced, like, okay, what's the skin of the story going to be? And I think it's definitely going to be like the demise of the clones will be, yeah, an arc. Um, yeah. Well, an arc, a commando, they're all probably going to be going down. Yeah. All right. Any uh, any closing thoughts for you? No, I mean, I'm looking forward to the next episode. Uh, looking forward to. I'm really looking forward to E3. Uh, we'll probably be doing something for that live. We, may, I mean. If it turns out well, we could perhaps uh, upload it as an audio podcast, but I'd say maybe not as well. Um, yeah, I don't think we, we even uploaded the stuff that was talking about uh, Star Wars before the Squadrons went. I don't think we put that up. Uh, yeah, maybe if there is Star Wars news or if there's a lot of like interesting news, we could do like uh, a, just a discussion episode, which could yeah. be kind of fun. Maybe get Charlie or another more yeah. gamer guest on. There's been some rumors that there will be a they'll drop a a beta for Halo, and if so, I won't be doing anything but playing that. But in the case that that doesn't happen, Infinite? I don't think it's gonna happen. Or, yeah, yeah, Infinite. or the the new map for Halo Three, is that in? Uh, yeah, that's it now. Yeah. Oh damn, the second yeah. one, not the first one. I played on the first one. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm pretty sure both are in now. I'm not sure if both are in matchmaking now, but I think they are. Um, there's like some cool new updates too, like. There's new energy swords and new elites and stuff. Um, yeah. The next update's like elite focused, which is kind of cool. Yeah. All right. Well, we will, uh, I guess we'll tweet out if we're going to be talking about uh, Black Fleet Crisis next week or a different standalone novel earlier. Uh, but yeah, so you can follow us on Twitter for that, for mm-hmm. announcements on the show, or you can just watch and see when it gets scheduled if you mm-hmm. don't intend to read Black Fleet Crisis or whatever else we're reading. <laughs> but thank you for watching remember leave a review on whatever podcasting platform please you leave use. a review we'll read them if uh if you use the term um harry harry really okay, okay. um but no no you already said it okay okay use use harry in your review and we will <laughs> use the it. word stinky <laughs> Okay, bye everyone. Bye, goodbye.